at a certain point, this is crazy, but like at a certain point last week, I literally wanted to quit all of my jobs. Uh, I literally almost texted you guys and was like, hey, I need a few weeks break. Like, but I knew that was just the virus at the same time because I was like I never feel like this this gives me so much life every single week like the last thing I want to do is quit this and I'm obsessed with my job so like why was I feeling like that so I tried to flip the script in my mind and I was like how lucky am I that I get to have these stresses in my life like how lucky am I that I get to like work on things and build things, you know what I mean? And I just totally wrote it all out. And I was like, you love this shit. Like you, there's, you don't want to quit. This is just your brain playing so many tricks on you right now. Welcome to Modern Happiness, where we believe happiness is a choice. Our goal is to share how we and our high performing guests choose happiness covering topics such as fitness, mindset, relationships, business, and much more in today's world. Here are your hosts, Matt Mahalik and Taylor Sleeper. What's up, happiness homies? Welcome back to another episode of the Modern Happiness Podcast. We are full smiles over here. If you're watching on the YouTubes, uh, we're still virtual. I am still on the East Coast. I'm in Portland, Maine right now, but uh, we're full smiles here. Happy to be here. Taylor, Deuce, Happy New Year. You got the full squad. How's everyone doing? Uh, I think the theme is we're smiling through the pain. Is that is that what this podcast is going to be about? Um, we just chatted for a little bit. I'm doing well. Uh, I am in a lot of physical pain. I dropped a kitchen plate on my toe and can barely walk. I've got it elevated right now. It looks gross. Uh, I was just on a call with one of my mentors and he told me like a lot of the pain is probably because of the nail, the toenail. He's like, Mm -hmm. just put a, um, like a sewing needle through it to relieve the pressure. I'm like, Joe, I'm not as hardcore as you. So I'm going to just sit with the pain. Um, other than that, I'm good. Happy to see you guys. Yeah. Oh my I hold on, hold on. That is nuts. Stick a needle through your I know. toenail. And is it like yeah. puss out and release some pressure? Is that yeah? Well, the nail is definitely gonna die. Uh, I've had I've had this happen once before in the weight room. One of my friend my friend Jeff, Matt, you actually know him. Yeah. Um, this was in high school. You know the plate trees where there's like weights on each like uh mm. plate, yeah, plates on each side. He pulled there was like one side with all 45s and then there was like one forty-five on the other side and I'm standing there. He pulls off the, the one and it falls on me, but it wasn't like direct impact. Um, so it wasn't, it, it ended up being that bad, but I definitely lost the nail. And this is like the worst I've ever had. So the nails, I think once it feels like it's just like throbbing. So I think once the nail dies, some pressure will be released. So that's why Joe was saying, he was like, I've had to do it. And Joe is like former military, like, yeah in in england and he's hardcore i'm like i i'm just gonna sit here and tell when uh, i get home i'll I'll grab a wrench and i'll just rip that thing right off so you're not coming over (laughs) fixed keep your socks on deuce how we doing we're doing good we're doing well we're doing better it's Mm -hmm. i've been way better but i'm just happy to be here right now i'll tell you that honestly this is the best (laughs) yeah that's exactly where i am i feel like I did the intro with such hype and I'm like, this is not how I've felt the last probably two weeks. I have just been in a rut in this negativity rut and 
just feels like, I mean, this is what we talk about. Like the negative emotions just kept piling on, but I like, I'm aware of this, right. We talk about all the time and I just couldn't, I couldn't get myself out of it. I'm like, everything sucks. I suck. Everything's terrible. And I'm like, don't say that to yourself, Matt, you have the choice not to, right. We talk about that. And, and I just, it was just so hard to, and, and that's, again, we talk about that, like in the moment, that's when it's hardest. And then there was the other part of me. I was like, just sit through it. Like I yeah. got, I got a big head cold and I was super sick. And this one morning I was like, I'm just going to sleep. Like, I don't know agenda. I'm not waking up. Uh, I'm just going to sleep. And I slept till 10 AM, which is the latest I've slept in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And, um, just trying to give myself permission to do that and not do anything. And it's like, dude, I'm, I'm at my parents' house. It was, uh, I think it was a few days after Christmas. Um, and I was like, just, it's okay, dude. If you're sick, if you're not up for it, like just take the time off. And that's been better to do to give myself that permission, but it's still like, I just felt like such a piece of shit (laughs) and I, and I couldn't figure it out. Do you think that, um, so I've been also struggling with this. Like I've also been feeling sick and like giving yourself the permission to just lay in bed. But sometimes in my mind that makes it worse because all I can think about, all I can think about is how I'm just like vegging out and I hate that. So then I, it's just like this cycle, but I'll, what helped me get out of my funk was literally writing. So it was very interesting how offline or before this, we were talking about how like you didn't journal since December 28th. And then what did, did you pick it up today? And you said you felt a little bit better. Uh, I think it was actually, I think it was three days ago, three days ago. I oh, did nice. the morning, my typical morning routine. I was like the end of the night yes. and I was like, I just need to write. And so I just started writing in my new remarkable notepad. Oh, you got one. I got one. Natalie got me one for oh! uh, so fun. I love it, but I don't, I don't journal now. I like journaling on the paper. But it was just there and I just started writing. Um, yeah, and then yesterday I journaled and then this morning I journaled. And as I'm journaling this morning, I'm like, I'm finally starting to feel better. And like, I've been yeah. trying all the things. I was like going for runs, clearing my head, going for unplugged runs, no phone. Um, woke up the other morning, Natalie and I ran. It's like 10 degrees in Portland, Maine. I'm like, this is miserable. So like, my I God. was just like, I don't want to do this. I want to go back. And then I got back to uh, her brother's place and I, fell asleep till like nine 30 again. And yeah, it's just been like, I'm like, is this, am I depressed? Cause I feel like mm-hmm. that's what, you know, like, I don't feel like doing anything. I don't want to make an Instagram post. I don't mm-hmm. want to journal. I don't want to do all the things. Um, like I just want to sleep and I'm like, probably some of the sickness. I'm like, maybe I do have the COVID variant. I don't know. But again, I'm like, it wasn't even, I got past the point of giving myself permission to do it. I'm like, okay, I, oh, cool. I felt sad. Like I got it. I want to feel better again, but I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to work. I don't want to do the work. I just want to do nothing. Yeah. And I think also a big part is like, I want to go home. That. Go home. Yeah. It's the I worst. I was going to ask yeah. how much of your environment you think is playing into this. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a big part. It's, um, even though like I tried to tell myself, like when you go home, when you go to the East coast, like stay in your normal routine, like make sure you get up and journal and meditate and do all that stuff to set yourself up for the day. And I would say if I've been gone for, I don't know, 18, 19 days, I've probably done that five times. Well, so maybe. Hard. And compared to the typical of like, I'll do it 
Monday to Friday without a doubt. And then sometimes on the weekends, not always consistent. So yeah, I feel like some of that is not being in the routine and, you know, you're around family and, and all this stuff. So even like my mom will let me work, but like, I know she's there and like it's holidays and I want to hang out with her. And so I feel like there's still this like kind of subconscious pressure to, you know, be with your family and, and not do like a full work day. And yeah, I, I think there's, I think everything like, yeah, compounded and also with my, you know, evolution, my pivot of switching my niche. And it's like, I don't really have a plan for revenue. And actually the plan that I did have, uh, going into January actually got is postponed until February, maybe even March because of the Boulder fires, uh, oh. their facility had some damages. So, um, this was supposed to be a big revenue, um, activity for me. And that's been pushed back. So it's like, I'm going through all this crap and I'm like, it's okay, dude, focus on this one thing. You can crush this. You'll make a good amount of money doing it. It's going to be awesome. And then that got canceled. And you know, that's when you just look at the universe and laugh and say, okay, what are you teaching? I feel like crap. And now you're going to put this crap on me. I got a belly full of white dog shit and you're going to lay this on me. <laughs> Step brothers. Uh, and it's like, okay. And I'm just not like, just trying to like work through that and be like, okay, what? Well, so what is this telling me? And you know, um, but it really has been the journaling, like getting back to the journaling and I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's dive in. Like, so what you feel like crap. You, you think, you can't help anyone. Like I've been doubting my coaching abilities, mm. I even help people stop you know, doing that their job and yeah. And pursue what they want to do. And I'm like, okay, is that true? And I start journaling and I'm like, well, no, it's not. But I'm like, yeah, but Instagram sucks right now. And, and I'm like, not getting the engagement used to. And I'm like, is that why you're <clears throat> you froze for a second, Matt? Oh, damn it. Am I back? <laughs> you're good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So where I left off, but like even Instagram engagement isn't as good as it used to be. I'm like, is that why I'm sad? Because I'm not getting likes. Cause that would be kind of pathetic. And, but if that's true, you know, acknowledge that don't, don't have to judge myself for it, but to realize like, okay, that isn't serving me. So, um, and then I'm writing like, okay, there's a big money part of this, right. That I don't have a thing set up to really make money in the new year, uh, which I could do. I just haven't really done it. And so I know that's causing me stress. So I'm like, all right, you know, what would millionaire Matt do? Let's forget mm -hmm. the fact that I have a little bit of credit card debt. I want to pay that off. Like, let's forget all like just making money, just making money. What if you had all the money? What would you do? And I've been diving down the world of N NFTs and I'm like, mm -hmm. I could, you know, uh, do some quick sales on it. It's like buy this NFT and sell it for more. That's also a risk game. And you're really not supposed to play with money. You don't have to lose. Mm -hmm. So I'm not doing that, but there's a big part of me that wants to do that just to make money. And I'm like, okay, so let's stop that thinking. Like, seriously, if you had a million dollars, what would you do? And after reflecting on that, it does go back to helping people, coaching people. Mm -hmm. um, there, I just had a call this morning, um, helping people see the world in a different way. Um, see that, you know, I have a lot of business um, ideas, business help. I'm a business mentor, right? So. I can help people with that stuff. So anyway, I know I'm on a long ramp, but it's like, this, this is all the, the thoughts that are going through my head. And it's like, yeah, constant, like, it's a lot of a uh, negative self-talk. And I feel bad that you're like doing this to yourself. Honestly, it's hard. It's hard to hear as your friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Cause I know you're so much more than what you're thinking you are right now. Mm -hmm. And I think the universe is also hitting you with these things because you know what you're supposed to do, but you're trying to deflect from doing it in Mm -hmm. my opinion with these other things. And it's like, no, fuck that focus on your shit and get it done. You know what I'm saying? But it's hard to do that as an entrepreneur, dude, it's so hard. It's so hard being an entrepreneur. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting. You know, Matt, as long as we've known each other, I feel like this happens every time you go home and not that it's (laughs) not that it's home or not that it's your family, but I think my opinion is it's the time you you Mm -hmm. tend to go for a long time because it's the East coast is far away. And, um, you know, I think being out of routine, that's, what's hard. Right. Mm -hmm. And sort of learning that you're a generator and you very much want to do, I feel like you can't do because you're not in the environment. Like, you know, that's why I asked about environment and it's like, you know, it's a, it's a pickle, right. Where you went home and flights are crazy expensive to go back and whatever. And I know I think about, you know, fortunate for me going home, I have a pretty small family and I typically the routine is I have, I love this coffee shop where my parents live. And it's cool because like, there's literally a girl who like, she's been a barista for at least the past four years. And every time I come home and I come home like three times a year, she's like, Taylor, what's up? Um, and I just found out this time, um, her name is Christina that she actually has an exercise science degree. She used to coach CrossFit, like college training and conditioning. I'm like, what? Like, I thought you wanted to start a coffee shop. And then she's like, what do you do? I'm a life coach. She's like, Oh, my boyfriend's thinking about getting into that. And it was just like super cool. But I literally every morning starts off there. So I kind of have my time and more of a routine, but you know, hearing both of you talk, I definitely like, I barely worked out and I want to work out and I want to stay on track with like my goals, but I just like, I didn't feel like it. And part of that is just cause I think the holidays, I feel like I want to spend time with my family. There's so much going on. Um, but yeah, I, I think I imagine that's part of it, Matt, where it's like, you've been gone for so long that it's yeah. like, as much as you can, like, you know, even for me, like while I was home, I was working, but it like just wasn't the same level of work. And, um, then I was home for a little bit, then I was in Vail. Um, and today, like this week was supposed to be the week. All right. Not that it's, you know, the first week of January, but it's like, all right, I can finally get back into a routine. I don't have like travel and whatever, and my gym schedule and my work schedule. And then I hurt my toe. And it's like, um, you know, so it's interesting giving myself permission to just like not do anything all day, which I've actually been super productive with work. You know, you've got your list of like three to five things, then like the next three would be like bonus. And then the next one's like, you know, you're never going to touch, but you write down anyway. And I'm like getting to that. I'm like, what is What do I even do with myself? Um, but Deuce, I love, I love what you said about being an entrepreneur. And I think this is hopefully some good insight for our listeners that it's hard. It's yeah. really, 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 really hard. And as much as I would never change anything, um, you know, I had a conversation with my, my friend Jake in Vail and he was like, man, he's like, I don't know if I could do it. He's like, I'm too risk averse. He's like been kind of corporate world, worked for the government for a really long time. Now he's working for more a private company. And I was like, yeah, it's tough. But I remember I said to him, he actually asked me, which was interesting. Um, he was like, what if there, cause I stopped coaching at the gym that I'm at. He's like, what if another gym wanted you to be like head coach and you could make good money and maybe get benefits. And I laughed at first. Cause I'm like, that doesn't exist. Um, benefits and like salary at most gyms. I was like, but no, like, that's not what I want to do. And I had, before he asked that we had talked about my background in college training and conditioning and how miserable I was. And I was like, I, 
you know, I get the risk averse thing, but like, for me, it's more risky to, I was so miserable right. doing the jobs that I did before. And like, even if I'm broke, like it's worth it. But at the same time, you know, for me, I'm launching a new program this week. I am going all in on myself, life coaching, leadership, coaching, leaving the fitness stuff behind. And I don't have income coming in next, next month. And it's scary. Um, so yeah, it's hard. It's hard being an entrepreneur. Like there's so many unknowns. There's so many unknowns and, uh, an entrepreneur is usually the type of person that like loves to like type a, I always think, and a type a person puts a lot of fucking pressure on themselves to succeed. Like, like it's hard. It's a long game. Do you know what I'm saying? But us, we're go-getters. So we want to be the best tomorrow. We want to be the best right now. And we want to be making all the money right fucking now. But sometimes it just doesn't like work that way. Do you know what I mean? It's hard. I, I think what's huge too, and this was like a really good shift for me years ago was the term solopreneur. That, so many people, so many people talk about entrepreneurs, but like really it's the three of us are solopreneurs. And yeah. what that means is we don't have a team. Right. So I am the head coach of my business. I'm the head of marketing. I'm the head of sales, you know, accounting, like all the things. And that's what, I think that's what makes it so hard is like, if I could just show you have all coach, eyes on everything yet. Yeah. If I could just do the things I love and I had a team to like get me clients, that'd be sick. Yes. But that's what can wear you down where you're like, you're trying to balance everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, I want to get to that because um, you've kind of are adding to your team. But before that, um, yeah, I, I, what you said, yeah, it's the time. And that's why it's like important to have the reflection to be like, this happened mm -hmm. this summer. I was gone for really with my family. I was with them for about three weeks, but I was gone for a little over four. Um, and yeah, I was like reflecting on that got really tough towards the end. Um, not mm -hmm. having my routine and I'm not saying it's my family, but probably with anyone being gone for that long. And it's not like, I feel like it's different when you're like, Oh, I'm traveling, I'm going to Paris and you're seeing stuff and like, you're not really working and um, there's activities planned, but this was like just kind of being on vacation and home and not really doing a ton. And, and that's what it was definitely tough. So I was like, okay, like next year. And it's the obligations. Like Christmas is huge for my family. And then my dad's birthday is the 30th. So like I want to stick around for that. Well, then it's new year. So it's like, Oh, I'll be with my family on new year's. And and then, yeah, the flights were expensive. So I stayed for the extra week to get a hundred dollar flight compared to $700. And yeah, it was insane. That's insane. Um, but, you know, reflecting on that and being like, okay, like, sorry, like I can't do this next year. I'm leaving on the 28th or whatever it is. Taylor, maybe I'll be home for your birthday. Um, I can't, like, I can't do this to myself. Like, I'm sorry. My family knows I love them. Dad, I love you and your birthday, but like, I can't do this to myself again. And um, just having that reflection to be like, this is what's best for me. So I can show up better. Like I'm, I'm not even useful to my family to, you know, again, being at my girlfriend's brother's house. I'm like, I'm just so down. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to leave. And they're going to be like, man, was kind of weird. <laughs> you know, it's like, cause I'm not fully myself. Just it's been tough. Right. So yeah. Like, let's be honest. Even if you were yourself, they'd be like, that's weird. <laughs> different, different kind of <laughs> just different. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, now they're going to say Matt's lame instead of Matt's weird, but at least he's fun. Uh, <laughs> okay. 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 So yeah, it's like, and I think I can see the light at the end of the tunnel now, which is I think the journaling has been helping, but also like, okay, we're going to get a hotel tonight, spend some time in Portland, just kind of, there's be me and Natalie, which is more chill. And knowing that I'm leaving Saturday, it's like, this is what happens when I go for runs. I'm like finishing my runs on a sprint. 
CrossFit, CrossFit workouts. Like I'm always finishing so hard no matter what. Cause I'm like, I can see the light. So I'm going for it. Um, so I feel like I'm feeling that like, okay, we're almost there, but yeah, just the reflection of being like, okay, next year, sorry. Like I need to do what's best for me. I love you guys. I'm coming home for Christmas. Like, don't hate me for that. Be grateful for that. And I need to go, I need to go back before the new year. So there's that. And then, yeah, the next thing was the whole entrepreneur thing. And Mm -hmm. like, yeah, this, I've been like, Taylor, we've had this conversation before. I'm like, is this like, do I just stop doing this? Like go get a different job or I don't think I I would never quit. I would like, obviously, but you know, these negative thoughts come in, but I'm like, okay, I know I'll never quit, but like, do I need this side job to like, that maybe ease the stress, make a little bit of money so I can, you know, not have that be the driving force of all these thoughts and maybe doing things for the wrong reason. Um, But then ultimately I would get a side job and be like, I'm wasting my time making whatever, $20 an hour. Like I could be growing my business faster. So again, going through all these thoughts and being like, I'm going to pause. It was, uh, I don't know, Taylor, was that like last spring maybe where I was having a launch? I wasn't getting as many sales as I wanted to. And I was like, dude, I don't know. And like, maybe I got to become an Uber driver, but I can't. Yeah. I think it was, it was like around February. Cause I remember standing outside of Lekka and it was freezing cold. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do that because my, uh, my license, my car's registered in Connecticut. So I can't be an Uber driver in Colorado. Like then what else do I do? And, oh. and you were just like, um, like stop basically like be resourceful. Like you can mm. help people in other ways and maybe it's, yeah, maybe you don't want to help gyms with their social media, but like you can, so like maybe that's the option. And anyway, so like sitting in all this and I'm, I'm remembering this conversation from months ago and I'm like, it's funny. I'm going down the same path again, where I start freaking out for no real reason. I like Maddie, you kind of said it, but like Taylor, we've talked about this. The stress isn't real. It's imagined. I'm mm-hmm. putting the stress on myself. Yes. Right. So calm down and just like do something about it. And I think that's, what's been tough being here. Um, not having the more normal routine, feeling like I can't like take action. Um, which again, is just me saying that I can, when I obviously can, like we're recording a podcast, I can do whatever I want here. Um, but anyway, just reminding myself like, okay, have like have those thoughts, but then like, that's not the, like, you don't want to Uber. So that's not the option, you know, right. even working for gyms is not really the option. And, uh, I've come up with some solutions. I'm not going to talk about it right now, but, um, some other fun solutions that actually did come when I went for a run unplugged, Nice. And I was like, listen to podcasts, listen to my mentor's podcast. And I'm like, he's literally to be like, you're, tr- you, people tend to take in information, 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 and then put on TV. Oh, and you want to relax, put on TV, read a book, all this stuff. He's like, you know, ne- no one sits in the silence, but the silence is when the answers come. Mm-hmm. You're not giving yourself any space for those answers to come. So I'm like, okay, all right, all right. finished the podcast, took out the headphones and ran for like another hour and like halfway through the run. And I was like, all right, I'll sit in silence and I'm going to think of something genius. And the thing to trying to think of something genius was blocking it still. And finally, after 30 minutes, um, looking at the trees and running and, uh, my mind was finally clear. And all of a sudden this genius idea came to me and I was like, Oh my God, this is going to be sick. I talked to that person. We're going to go forward with that thing. And, you know, I think it's going to bring in a bunch of money for both of us, which is, um, and it's something that I really like and would be so fun. Um, but anyway, to kind of this whole entrepreneur thing, uh, I also had this realization where it's like, yeah, Maddie, we just want it now. 
we want it now. We want it now. We want the money. And I'm like, my mentor has been doing this for 15 years. Right. And he was talking on the same podcast. He's like, uh, it's called business by design. And he's like, I had three years where it was awful. I was making no money. It was so damn hard. And I'm like, three years. I've only been doing this for a little less than a year and a half. Like, Oh my God. So like, you know, we all went through this and not to compare my journey to anyone else's, but it's like, we just want it. It's like, no, there's no giving up. Just keep going and it will happen. Well, this is something that I was, I was thinking about the other day, all really high performers and high, like people that are just like killing it. What do they all have in common? Everyone, everyone went through a struggle at a certain point in time, like literally. And that's how like, you have to go through the shit to be great, you yeah. know? Cause yeah, definitely. if you didn't, I don't know. Well, yeah, it wasn't you're... hard at the beginning. That means you're not pushing yourself enough. I feel yeah. like. Well, then everyone would do it. Right. And also, right. if right. you want to, especially if you want to be a coach, then how do you coach someone through this stuff? If you don't know what the struggle right. feels like, if you don't know how hard right. it is sometimes. Yeah. I, I always say, uh, I was so lost in my early twenties and like, that's, <clears throat> I really had a big, we talked about it on one of the episodes, like really struggled with depression and like, what is my purpose and what am I supposed to do? And it all unfolded. And now I feel like I'm so grateful and lucky to be like so confident in what I'm meant to do here on earth by the age of like 28, 30. Yeah. You know, cause there's some people who like, it feels so early relative to like some people. Um, but I couldn't have been a life coach at 22. There's no way like what I hadn't, I hadn't done anything. Um, but real quick, Matt, I want to touch on. So you, you talked about that story. I vividly remember standing out the cold for like 30 minutes outside of Lekka. We're talking, we're shaking like, Oh, I might just drive for Uber. And I'm like, really dude, like you would drive for Uber. And, uh, it seemed like in the next week or so you like kind of had a turnaround just in mindset and stuff like that. Um, but what did your launch end up being like the next launch? Um, do you remember? Yeah, it was great. I, you don't remember the numbers exactly, but, um, I think it was one of your biggest launches. It was, it was to, to date. It was my biggest launch. I think it was like $18,000 or something. And yeah, it was like, I think, I mean, it was so great to, to talk to you and work through that stuff. Uh, which is why we always talk about like the community, like even today right now, I'm like, why am I feeling better? I'm like, maybe it's cause I get, you know, a chance to talk to my homies. Um, <laughs> you know, that alone is making me feel better. Um, but yeah, after talking through that with you, I think I went home and I was like, you know, this is your choice too. You can choose to believe this is going to be a massive failure or you have a week left till you launch. So mm -hmm. like, let's take action. Let's believe that all these people are out there waiting for you and mm -hmm. they're waiting for you to make that offer to say, Hey, let's get on a call. So I just kind of like took extra action, like more action than I was. I was like, cool. You have one more week. Like, let's get after it. And I think it was the belief that like, instead of believing, oh, I'm going to drive for Uber. It's like, no, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and I can help people with it. And there are people out there who want my help. And I think it was just like getting the, the doubt and negativity out of my mind, which is easier said than done. I like, I wish I could articulate it better, but there was, there was nothing like, I just, I somehow I made the switch. I was like, you have one choice, dude, and just believe this. So I just believed it. And and then it happened. And then, yeah, I signed on whatever those, I think I had like one or two people sign on. So I signed on four or five more people and made $18,000 in those two weeks. And it was like, yeah. this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's important because the, the image 
for those of you listening, if you haven't seen it yet, I think you can Google it, but it's like two people digging a tunnel. Yeah. You know, they're underground, they're digging a tunnel with like an ax and one gives up and like, literally there's like a few inches between breaking through to get to the gold or whatever it is. And then there's the other guy who's still going. And it's just like, you have no idea how close you are to the breakthrough. And it's not to say that like, you're going to like, Matt, if you, um, stick with that, that next week, all of a sudden you're going to make $18,000 again. Right. But if you've done it before, you can do it again. Yeah. You know? And I think that, you know, one of the biggest lessons I've learned in life, in business and fitness and relationships is like the most successful people are just consistent. And the difference between world-class and being average is just continuing to show up. And the timeline is different for everyone, but I think that's the thing you got to remember. It's kind of like, you know, real estate investment. Like we had Sergio on a few episodes ago and, uh, I've had some conversations with a few people, um, who, who want to make like a secondary, not just buy a house as a primary home, but it's like, you got to make an investment of like, all right, this is a 10 year thing. Like, I'm going to try and get my return in 10 years. You can't just be like, now I know some people do it, but like, it's a lot harder to be like, or even buying stocks, right? You can't buy it. And then in a year you're going to flip and make all this money. It's like, no, you got to stick with it. Um, and I think that's how businesses. And I think so many people stop like when they're just so close to, to breaking through. Yeah, that's it. The, the breakthrough comes right after the breakdown and you're going to have many breakdowns. This is probably one of my many breakdowns. Um, but yeah, it's so true. I, I made this real and like, as I was making it, I kind of had the realization what I was doing. Um, but it, it was like myself talking to myself in the corporate job. And I was like, if people just approached, if you've been in a corporate job, this will make sense to you. You get in a corporate job and the first like months suck. You're like new, you don't know anyone. You're learning this whole new role. And even if you've done the role before, there's new systems to learn at the new company and like all this stuff. And it's just not great. But a year later, just one year, even just one year, you're pretty comfortable. You know, people, you have friends, you go to happy hour, you know, your role's super easy. And of course there's challenges and jobs and you grow with it. But like that first few, like three, four or five months is tough. It sucks. And, but people always stick through that one it's nice to get a salary. So you're getting paid. So, um, but like, but you know, there's a light at the end. Like there's, there's a ways to go. Like I'm going to be at this job for five years, three years, at least. I know times are changing a little bit. So people aren't staying for 40 years. Um, but most people think, Oh, I'll be at this job for two, three, four, five years. And, and on top of that, you have bosses and coworkers to learn from. And I think that's the opposite with entrepreneurship where it's like, I need to do this right now. There's mm -hmm. not that long-term outlook and people aren't getting help. It's like, you have a job, you have your bosses to teach you, coworkers to learn from. Entrepreneurs like, I'm doing this all myself. And that's super dangerous. And it's why we always say like hire a coach because um, you're just gonna fast track that. And you have that support to be like, listen, you're not alone. This is hard. Here's how you do this. Um, yeah, I love that analogy of like Netflix. Like you'll give a TV show like five episodes or a season to like see it out but people don't do that in real life with their goals or business or whatever. Yeah. True. Yeah. So people just showed up like, okay, this is my job. This is my career. It's a freaking 10 year goal. If I'm going to be on it's probably for the rest of your life. Right. Uh, so see it as that way. Not like I do this for three months. It's like, yeah, three months. You have no idea what you're doing. Even right. the first year, you know, I'm still like, I know a lot of stuff, but I want to get to this next level. And it's like all this stuff keeps happening. So uh, it's just the continual learning and com compounding what I've learned 
and moving forward with it. Yeah. Uh, so Deuce, I would love to hear, we were talking a little bit before you got sick, you got, Oh, I got sick. The COVID. And I think this is really relevant. Again, I don't know what the theme of this episode is going to be overcoming adversity or, you know, struggle bus or whatever, but, uh, so many people are getting it and I'm curious, you know, just kind of like what that experience was like for you. Uh, cause you had mentioned that it was like, you talked about the brain fog and just like yes. how, how much harder it was than you thought it would be. Yeah. So it was very interesting cause I guess oh, my heart's pounding just thinking about it. Cause it sucked the first two days I got like very violently ill. And then after that, it was just really hard to recover. And it took a lot of, it was like really mental, honestly, like at a certain point, this is crazy, but like at a certain point last week, I literally wanted to quit all of my jobs. I was not on social media. Like I couldn't, it was just, I was my, in my mind, I was like, I need to push out all the stresses so that I, my body can heal. So like, I was trying to be really, um, like intentional with what I was like consuming and like just all this stuff. Like, and, uh, I literally almost texted you guys and was like, Hey, I need a few weeks break. Like, but I knew that was just the virus Mm. at the same time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I was like, I never feel like this. This gives me so much life every single week. Like, the last thing I want to do is quit this and I'm obsessed with my job. So like, why was I feeling like that? I blame it all on the, the virus, but it was really, it was hard to, um, I don't know. It was just in such a brain fog depression, just this like cloud of just suck. And it was so terrible. I'm so so curious what stopped you from doing that. Cause I could have quitting, quitting all these jobs. Cause I imagine for a lot of people, it's like, a big life event happens, right? Like an injury or a relationship or like sickness. And people are just like, I can't like, it's overwhelming. It's anxiety. And, um, and that's how you feel, but how are you able to like see through like, okay, I'm, I don't actually want to do this or I'm going to regret this one day or just like see it out. So I tried to flip the script in my mind and I was like, how lucky am I that I get to have these stresses in my life? Like how lucky am I that I get to make some cool content? How lucky am I that I get to like work on things and build things? You know what I mean? And I just totally wrote it all out. And I was like, you love this shit. Like you, there's, you don't want to quit. This is just your brain playing so many tricks on you right now. Cause it's sick. Cause it was sick, you know? So that's how I like combated it. But I like literally sat in my journal for like three hours one day. Cause I was like, this is not normal. <laughs> mm, that's an Instagram clip right there. I love it. Yeah, Get to, instead of have to. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I, I had a little bit of that too, where I was literally like, I'm thankful for this right now because this yeah. has helped me realize like, I am so grateful for things that I do have. Like, right. I don't like, I, same thing. I was like, I want to quit. Like, I want to stop doing everything. I don't want to do this anymore. I had my coaching calls yesterday and I'm like, woke up that morning. I'm like, I don't even want to do these. Like, I'm, I don't care anymore. 
But then once I get on the call, I'm like, I'm like there. And I'm like, all right, I love this. So yeah, I feel like it must, I must've been like still in this sickness because it's like, these are, this is not how I normally am. Like, right. And that's why I like that question. Like what would millionaire Matt do? Like if you feel like money's a problem or whatever, it's like, if you had everything you wanted, what would you be doing then? I'm like, well, like coaching people. So it's like, okay, you get to do that. So what's the problem here? What's, what's your deal, man? Right. It's hard. It's hard getting sick. It's hard. Cause also like, uh, it was just such a wild time. I haven't been sick like that in years. You know what I mean? So like to go down so hard, it's just a lot out on your body. And then you start to, then you're laying in bed all day and you're like, I hate myself. I should go for a walk, but I can't, but I hate myself for just laying here. And it's just this like vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. So, but that's why, that's why journaling is so important in my mind. Cause you like truly get to write it, write out all the bullshit that's going on in your brain and mm-hmm. like make room for like all the good thoughts. I feel like, you know, Maddie, you're going to love this. I think I talked, <clears throat> talked to Matt about this maybe on the last episode, but when I was in Florida, I got to meet with a client. Um, he's one of my favorite clients. Uh, he's a banker. We, he did my 12 week program and then we've still been working together since like February last year, finally got to meet him in person. Um, and I was kind of interviewing him like what was helpful, like what was beneficial? I feel like a lot of my clients come to me for one reason, but like the thing that changes their life is completely different. And he's like, honestly, like, he's like the two things that really stuck out are communication and consistency, but all, but he's like, the biggest thing is journaling. He's like starting that practice. He's like, because journaling is the only time you can have a productive conversation with yourself. And the conversation you have with yourself is the most important conversation you have in the whole world. And he's like, any other time that you're having it, you're in your own head. And it's usually like, you, you can't control those thoughts. They're like going everywhere. But when you put it on paper, you can actually like observe it and evaluate it. And I was just like, how have I not thought of this? This is incredible. And that's like what I'm hearing you say where you, I love what you said, you know, cut through all the bullshit. It's like, cool, let's put it. Cause I, I talked to a lot of people with journaling and I know we talk about it all the time on this podcast, but they're like, Oh, well, I don't want to just write down. I only have negative things to write down. It's like, no, cool. Write it down, put it down and then create space from it. And then look at it from a 10,000 foot view. And is this actually true? Right. Look yeah. at it from the 10,000. That is it. Like, look back, take a step back give it some perspective. Do you actually want to quit all your jobs right now, Maddie? No, you fucking don't. No, you don't. (laughs) Because you've been in a place where you've had no jobs and it was hell, like pure hell. So like, I don't know. It's just crazy. Your brain is, the brain is crazy. Yeah. And perspective is so huge. Like what both of you guys are saying. And like, you know, I mentioned my buddy Jake was like, well, would you ever want to coach at another gym? And like, I can not express, I think I've talked about a lot, but my time in college training and conditioning, so miserable. Literally, I know I've told this story or I've written about it where like 3.30 AM, I slip on ice. I hope I'm hurt enough to go to the hospital because I have to, if I can't, if I don't go to the hospital, it's not a good enough excuse, like to not go to work that day for the people I worked for. But like, that was my life. That was where I was at. And I just think about that. I'm like, well, at least I'm not there. And actually I'll go ahead and put this out publicly. But as I was reflecting, I've kind of been going back and forth because I'm having this launch and I'm like, I need money. Like I need money next month. And I'm kind of in the same boat, you know, Matt was talking about like, do I get another job, whatever. And I I actually had a call with my mentor before we got on. Uh, And I'm like, I'm going to give myself three to six months and I have savings and I don't want to use my savings, but I have to, like, I need to go all in on myself. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, I talk about like, do you not like it or you're not good at it yet? And I've started to hire people and I'm getting on YouTube and all these things, but it's like, all right, I got to go all in for six months. 
<clears throat> but I, I looked at it and it's like, all right, where can I save money? And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm not going to buy coffee out unless it's like literally if <laughs> sorry, Matt just got up. He left the room. He's, he's having a panic attack. I am not going to, I am not going to buy coffee out at a coffee shop unless it's like, like I have a meeting with, um, like it'll be like a, a potential sales meeting next oh, week. Have so, so many meetings, um, <laughs> unless it's with people or unless it's like, uh, you know, we go, we go snowboarding yes. and it's like a special occasion where, um, but yeah, I'm like, I love this. And, and it's something I can afford right now, but it's like, I need to plan for the next month, the next couple of months. And like, right. that's just one of like many in like, you know, for everyone listening, Maddie and Matt just like flipped out. You can't, you can't see their faces because <laughs> I love coffee. And this is, and part of it too, is like going to a new environment and helps me with work, but it's like, all right, this is where I can cut back on money, like eating out. It's, it's kind of the same thing, unless I'm like with people, um, you know, and it's like those little things that can really add up of yeah. like, all right. Um, I, I won't be in my car as much, you know, stuff like that. Um, and it's like, how bad do you really want it? You know? And for me, I think about, man, my autonomy, mm. I, you know, I can't, I, I made a post on Instagram the other day of like, what are three things more important to you than money? And it was like autonomy, time and money. And I've been, I've spent most of my life, like with a structure around like school or jobs mm -hmm. or like other people and the ability to just wake up and do what I want when I want and be in control is like, I cannot put to words how important that is to me. Right. So I'll make sacrifices elsewhere if I need to, so that when my business does take off, you know, then I'm buying espresso all day, every day. Watch out. Yeah. Um, I wanted to touch on real quick because, and then I want to get back to what you said, just said, but uh, about the journaling and to like, oh, all I'm going to do is write out negative thoughts. It's like, cool, do that. Like give yourself the permission to do that because that's what I was doing. I was like, just write it out, man. Like, what's the problem? Write it. You know, I'm not good enough for this and I'm not a good coach, all this stuff, write it out. And then, yeah, take that. 10,000 foot view, 30,000 foot view, whatever. And, uh, because it's true. Yeah. It's just actually true. And do you want this to be true? Because it's also up to you to, to, you know, to see that like, yeah, okay. I'm not coaching Tony Robbins in his business. That's not why I'm here. So yeah, maybe you're not a good coach for him, but there's so many people you can help. So it's like, yeah, just being able to like see it out and then ask yourself, I think that's the quality of your life is determined by the quality of questions you ask yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to continue to not ask yourself any questions, then what kind of answers are you going to get? Um, but when you can ask yourself better questions, like, do I want these thoughts to be true? Do I really want to believe this about myself? Uh, mm -hmm. What is true? Those types of things. Uh, that's why journaling is so great. Um, until getting back to you, let's, let's, maybe we can finish the podcast there. Um, you're going to launch life coach, leadership coaching by Taylor. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. So basically it's, I'm, I'm looking for busy professionals or entrepreneurs, um, who want to level up their life. So, um, the focus is my program is called redesigning leadership. The focus is leadership. Um, however, it's a personal development program to help you be a better leader. And really, you know, over the course of my entire life, um, and especially as I've, I've coached more and more people in this capacity, I believe everyone is meant to be a leader. We're all born to be leaders. And a lot of people don't believe that, but I really think you are. And I also think that leadership is a full-time job and you don't have to be a manager, run a business, um, 
a CEO to be a leader, right? You can lead within your family, within your friends at the grocery store, right? Somebody falls down. Are you going to just sit back or are you going to step in? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to be a leader, um, first you need to, to know your, before you can lead others, you need to lead yourself. And before you can lead yourself, you need to know yourself. So my program is a deep dive of that, of better knowing yourself. And we talk about that all the time. What makes you tick? What do you really want? It's goal setting, it's vision casting, it's how to build habits, time management, scheduling, how to deal with stress, right? Like all of those things. And ultimately that's going to help you show up better in your business and your life and have more success. So, um, it may seem a little counterintuitive, but one, I'm going to help you understand yourself better. Um, and when you do that, you can understand how to show up as a leader. Cause I think so many people view leaders in their life and they're like, Oh, that's how I have to be. Or it's that very like militaristic authoritative, like do as I say. And it's like, no, like you need to be the leader that fits your personality right. and what is in alignment with you. And you can't do that unless you know yourself. So, um, I'll help you get really clear on who you want to be, where you want to go and build the confidence to be that person. And I really believe that when you show up as the best version of yourself and you show up confident, success will follow you everywhere. So, um, I were, you know, busy professionals is, is a little broad and entrepreneurs, but really anyone that's looking for more success in their business, they want to make more money, better relationships, better quality of life. Um, or they just want to live the life that they want. Like a lot of, I work with a lot of CEOs who a lot of what we do is help them with work-life balance and, um, communication and and things like that. So, um, I'm going to help you be a better leader by showing up as a better version of yourself. So, um, taking on new clients, uh, the week of January 25th. Um, uh, and yeah, other news is I just started a YouTube channel. So, um, if you want to check that out, I'll be dropping videos bi-weekly. So every Wednesday, um, twice a month, um, self-help personal development leadership. I'm basically, it's just a new platform for me to give more of the stuff that I help my clients with. Um, relatively shorter five to 10 minutes, um, of just, you know, the tools that help me and help my clients to optimize their life. Very cool. I love it. I love it. Taylor, I'm curious if someone's hearing you say all this, you know, good to great, be a better leader. Is there some tangible stuff, tangible things that maybe you can pick your favorite client? You said you had one in Florida. Um, what is the tangible thing that like, they feel like <laughs> I'm stuck, right? Anyone could be stuck in your, your car could be stuck in the mud. You could be stuck because you don't know how to niche down. You could be stuck because you don't want to make money. There's so many ways to be stuck. So if someone is feeling like they're stuck and want to make that next level step, like where can they find themselves in, mm. in like one of your client's shoes? Where were they? What were they dealing with specifically? Yeah, it's, this is where like the individualization comes up. There's so many different areas, but I think the the biggest thing is realizing that you have control of your life. Mm. Um, so I, I could help you if you're like, I want to, I want to start my, you know, start my own business or like change my, like have a dramatic change. But like, like you said, a big part of what I help people do is go from good to great. And a mm. lot of my clients, like things are good. They make good money, but they're just missing that like extra, like, dream life. And so a big part is give me a, few. give me a few things. That's what I want. Like, okay. That's, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is, um, you know, helping them better manage stress, right? Like Mike Tyson has a quote, whenever, you know, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth and, you know, one is helping them, you know, not work so much, like be productive, not be busy and realize that like they can get as much done setting better boundaries. Like one client, I literally, it was just like, Hey, you're not going to check your phone at night after 7 PM. And that was hard, but he realized that, um, 
he would check his phone at 9 p.m. and there'd be a fire, but he couldn't do anything about it till the next day. Then he doesn't sleep well. Then he doesn't show up well. Then he's irritable. Then he gets in a fight with his wife and like all these things. And it's like, cool, let's just stop that. Like you sending an email is not going to be any different. Like you don't have to respond. Not everything's an emergency, you know? Um, and, and just helping people realize like, what got them to where they are in terms of success doesn't mean that's going to get them where they need to go. Right. So I've got another client who it's like, Hey, like you were always available to your clients. You were always like there, but like now you've built that reputation, that relationship. You don't need to keep doing those things. And maybe you should take more trips because every time I talk to you and you take a trip, you're more recharged. And then when you come back to work, you're more effective, you know, and, and, you know, ultimately I would say like the biggest thing is communication, helping people learn how to give feedback, you know, and to where their team actually trusts them and they want to hear feedback and also, um, how to stop creating stories. You know, like we were talking about with journaling, it's also like you get an email from someone and, or, you know, your boss gives you feedback and all of a sudden you're like, heart is racing. You're like, what does this mean? And it's like, okay, let's take a step back. What do I know to be true? Um, and ultimately it's just a better quality of life. It's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love what you said. Like, uh, the guy like checking his phone, like this is the difference where people that might sound obvious when you hear Taylor say it, but like, it's not to you. You're like, yeah, I've like, I check my phone. I'm on call. Like this is work. This is how it goes. I'm the boss. I have to check my phone and be on top of these things. Do you No. And when you do do that, what's happening. And like you said, the stress with coworkers, with his wife, he's more irritable. And then that causes a friction in the relationship. And maybe if he has kids showing up poorly for them where, um, just that little help from Taylor, seeing that from that outside perspective and be like, okay, do you have to do that? You don't. Okay. Let's stop checking your phone for 7 PM. And then look at the trickle down effect of what life then becomes a uh, better relationship with the wife, you know, happier when you can show up at work and answer the email and more charged up and ready, you get better sleep. So you're ready to go, you know, in the work day. So, uh, I love that. That's that, like, that's what I was kind of curious about. If someone's like, oh, okay, how do I know if I need your help? It's like, maybe it's, you don't know what you don't know. You know, you're good, but there's like, you're missing pieces. Yeah. And what's cool about that example, this specific client is now implementing this stuff with people that work for him. So like one specific example is the big boss, the owner of the company tends to send emails, texts at like 10 PM at night. And people that work underneath my client are like, I feel like I have to respond. It's the boss. And he told them like, Hey, no, you don't, it's okay. Like, that's just how he operates. He's going to send an email, whatever. And they're stressed and they feel like they have to. And all of a sudden that's now made their life better. And they respect my client even more. And they are more bought into him as a leader. And then my client also went to the big boss and is like, Hey, like you can't do this because they feel like they have to respond. And the big boss was like, Oh, I didn't even realize that. Cool. I will. I'll, I'll try to be better at that. And now the whole company is operating better from one little change. Damn, there it is. That's awesome. Oh, have you, have you worked with entrepreneurs before? Uh, yes. Where, Oh, I'm just, cause it's different, right? They don't have people to manage. So uh, is there yeah. one big, is there one big change like that example? Um, yeah. I mean, I would say a big part of what I do and how my program always starts off is mindset. So a lot of the conversations we're having today is, um, accountability and, you know, helping people with like that self-doubt and that imposter syndrome and helping them with some direction, um, where they are that solopreneur and they don't, they don't have people that 
understand where they're at and what they're going through in their thought process. So I would say that's like the big thing with entrepreneurs is like just having, having someone they can talk to, right? Like a lot of times, uh, yeah, you don't know what you don't know. And sometimes just like being able to voice it, my client, my clients come to me and they're like, man, I'm feeling burned out and I'm stressed and I'm overwhelmed. And then they're like, but I haven't like journaled or gone for my walks or been working out. So like, I'm, I'm going to start doing those. And I'm like, cool. Uh, I guess her call's over. You don't need my help. But the reason that I'm helpful is it's accountability by them saying that to me, they're actually going to go do it right. versus like, we all have these thoughts of like, I should do this. I should do that. I should do that. Um, so that's a big part of it too, is, is accountability. Yeah. Mm. I love it. I will say as an entrepreneur myself and being able to use you for free and talk with you, those conversations have been so helpful for me. Like we just talked about conversation almost a year ago, um, being like, I'm going to Uber. And you're like, really? And uh, help me realize like, no, I can be resourceful. And the second I got out of that, you, you teach this, the scarcity mindset. Um, mm. Did I say that right? Not scarcity. Yeah. yeah, yeah no. Survival, scarcity. Survival. That's what I was like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting out of that survival mindset into a creation mindset. Um, everything changes. And I know that's been something big for me. So yeah, just uh, uh, you've been so helpful for me and I get to use you for free. So highly recommend hiring Taylor. I've seen the people he's worked with, you know, mutual friends of ours. I've seen how they have changed as well. So um, yeah, highly recommend it. Taylor, what do people do? What's next steps? They want to work with you. Yeah. You, you can send me a message, uh, on Instagram, Taylor underscore Sleaford. Uh, you can check out my website, uh, taylorsleaford.com. I have a form, uh, you can submit, but yeah, send, send me a message. Um, and we could hop on a call, see if it's a, a good fit for both of us. Nice. I think I saw you had a, a special discount for the earlier bird people, the modern happiness people get that or, or no. Mm, sure. I'll tell you what, if you, what's today wins. Well, okay. This won't be out. Uh, yeah. If you, if you send me a message, um, that you heard this on the podcast, I'll give you a discount. All right. There we go. You're welcome. It's 11, 11. It's 11. Bingo, bingo, bongo. Just to let you know. <laughs> yeah. Send me 11, 11 in the message. So I know boom, boom. Yes. Let's go. Yeah, I love yeah. that. 100% discount. <laughs> I'm just making up discounts for Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. I'm super pumped for you, Taylor. Um, you do amazing things. So people, if, if you want to go good to great, you want to have these things that you don't even know are going on in your life. And it's the trickle down effect. I think is the biggest thing that like, like you said, it, it could seemingly see small, but that trickle down effect mm. is huge. Um, so yeah, get it, get on, get on in Taylor's DMS 11, 11, baby. Is that, is that it for us guys? I'm good. I am complete. Yeah. So, yeah. I am complete. Matt, I just want to say after this conversation, how's your heart? Uh, well, even just getting on here, I was okay. better and today was a better day for sure. But yeah, I'm feeling much better overall today. It's always Good. great talking to you. I've texted Taylor a few times. We, he's in my program and helps. Uh, we do yeah. some mastermind life coaching that he leads. Uh, we kind of coach together, which is like super fun. And we had one uh, last Wednesday and I texted him after and I'm like, dude, like this makes, like I've been struggling a bit and this makes me feel so good coaching with you and working with you and um, changing people's lives is what fills yeah. me up. Um, so even just being on here and be able to speak with you guys and um, yeah, I got to vent a little bit, which yeah, do that. So hopefully it's helpful for other people. You know, I try to be an open book because um, it can seem like all roses and sunshine, but it's like, it's, it's tough sometimes. And uh, it's important to talk about. It's a journey. It's a journey for sure. And, and the whole point is the journey. 
I have to send you guys this meme. I'm sorry. And then we can like close out. But I saw this picture. It was like the fastest way to success is actually like this. Whereas it, this is more of a struggle, which yeah. is crazy. Mm, wavy line. I, don't, I have to find it. It may <clears throat> Yeah, because yeah, oh, those those, bo- those down lines are quote unquote failures, but that's like where you learn the most. Exactly. Yeah, they're necessary. Exactly. That's so that's it. That's it. That's all. Awesome. Um, happiness, homies. We love you so much. If you are like any of us, I mean, I would, if you're struggling right now, new year, you're supposed to new year, new me and be all hyped up and pursuing your goals. But if you're just not there and you're feeling not the best, <laughs> like I was, like Deuce was, Taylor's dropping plates on his toes. Uh, You know what to do. Just reach out to us. Um, I would say sign up for Taylor's program. Um, No matter who you are, even if you're not a leader, he can help you. Um, But even a simple reach out. Yeah. We'll, we'll chat. We'll send voice messages. I send videos. I love it. Um, And yeah. And we're here for you. So that's all we got. And until next time. Peace.